Hi everyone, happy Wednesday. This is Reading Between the Legs. I'm Elizabeth, and welcome to today's episode. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Reading Between the Legs. I hope you all had a wonderful long weekend. If you are listening to this on the day it came out, we are coming fresh off of Labor Day long weekend. I hope everyone got to do something fun, spend some time with family, friends, eat good, drink good, and just had a great weekend. Our giveaway we finished up over the weekend as well, and we announced it on Monday but we had such an incredible response from everyone that Jeweled Riot and I have partnered to list the jewelry set on the Jeweled Riot website as the RBTL set. And for every purchase that is made, $5 will go to NARAL to help provide safe women's healthcare to women all over the country. So thank you to everybody who entered and thank you to all of the positive response that we received. We could not have put this together without y'all and we just wanted to say thank you again. For today's episode, I want to go ahead and begin the conversation on birth control. There are so many forms of birth control out there today from the IUD to the implant to the depot shot and the pill as well as condoms and other forms of products that you can use while having sex, but I wanted to specifically today talk about the pill. I started taking the pill when I was 18 years old, and this was due to irregularity with my periods, as well as having PCOS, or polycystic ovarian syndrome, in my family. My older sister and my mom had experienced ovarian cysts that began around the age of 18 to 20, so we just felt that it would be best for me to go ahead and meet with a doctor and see if I was already having any cysts, and if not, to go ahead and to start preventing them. Birth control in the form of the pill is often prescribed to help manage the symptoms of PCOS, so this was also, again, why I chose to start this at the age of 18 to kind of get ahead of possibly developing those cysts later on. But I I also said I was experiencing severe irregularity with my period. This also ran in my family. My mom experienced this as well as my sister. And I was a cheerleader my freshman year of college and just felt like I needed to know when I was going to be on my cycle in order to plan for games, competitions, practices, etc. But also it was just getting really difficult to be almost 20 years old and not know when I was going to be on my period. I tried to track it with different apps and see if there would be any sort of regularity, but from the first time that I started it in the seventh grade up until I started taking the pill at age 18, my period was just so irregular. I'm talking I would have it and then not have it for five months, then seven months, a year, you know, two months, three months, I would have it and then I have it again in two weeks. I mean, there was just no regularity in my body. And I think some of this had to do with the fact that I was very athletic. I played a lot of sports and that can definitely affect your period. There are some people who are so athletic that they don't have their period hardly at all. So I knew that this was a factor, but as I, like I said, got older and as well cheered in college, I just felt like I needed to know when it was going to happen and get that cycle regulated. So I did begin taking the pill. Um, According to Healthline, there are two types of the pill. There is a combination pill and then a progestin only pill. So the combination pill is going to have estrogen in it as well. And then the progestin only pill is going to have only 
progestin. But both of these pills are going to work to tackle any symptoms of PMS as well as PCOS. So limited to, but not including, heavy periods, heavy cramping for PCOS, extra hair growth, um, as well as acne. So these are all things that the pill can tackle. Um, being on the pill if you have PCOS can also lower your risks for endometrial cancer, ovarian cancer, and ovarian cysts. Now some things that I did experience while on the pill was breakthrough bleeding. Um, I also had a reaction to a generic brand of the pill that I was taking um, as well as I experienced some nausea and headache when I was switching from one pill to the next. I had to go through three pills before I found the one that worked the best for me which is the Sprintec brand and like I mentioned I had a reaction to a generic brand before when I was traveling and forgot my pack and had to have an emergency refill called in to a Walgreens and they prescribed a generic brand. And it just caused um, me to have some heart palpitations, racing heart, and so that was how we concluded that name brand works best for me. So make sure that you're always communicating with your doctor how you're feeling while you're starting a new medication um, at any point in your life and make sure that it's right for you. So I am currently on Sprintec still. I have been on Sprintec now for years. Um, when I first started taking the pill, I was on low, low estrin, and that's when I experienced the breakthrough bleeding. Um, the amount of estrogen in that pill was just not enough for me to keep me um, from bleeding except for on the seven days of sugar pills. Now, birth control typically works that you have three rows of the birth control pill, and then you have one row of a sugar pill. And during that sugar pill is what you have basically your period, but it's really not a period. It's just a withdrawal bleed from the lack of hormones. So there are some birth controls that skip that last row of a sugar pill and you just start your next pack. And that is for people who just don't want to be on a period at all, or maybe the period is too severe that they are just skipping it for the benefit of their body. However, again, make sure that's something that you are talking about with your doctor because if you are taking a pack that does include the row of sugar pills, it is important that you take those row of sugar pills. Now, I know in the past some friends of mine who when we've been planning a beach trip or we've you know had something coming up where they didn't want to be on their period and they saw that that sugar pill week was going to be during the event or the trip or whatever, they have skipped it and just kept on to their next um, row of regular birth control pill. Now, I know that this is I think fairly common, but again, I don't recommend this. Um, it is important if you are taking the pack that, I, like I said, includes that row of sugar pills for your period, that you are taking those pills or it's just not taking the pill at all for that week um, to have that withdrawal bleed. So these are just some um, experiences that I had um, as well as some different things that I have learned from the couple years while being on the pill. Now, there is concern with the pill as far as some people will say that it has given them acne, it's worsened their mood swings, um, it's caused them to gain weight or be a, um, unable to lose weight. Now, my personal experience, um, it has not caused acne for me. Um, I have been able to lose weight while on the pill that I am, which is Sprintec, um, and I have not noticed any changes in my mood um, except when I years ago first started taking it. I definitely had a week where I was more emotional, I was nauseous, I had headaches, but after that I started to just, you know, be stable and I felt okay. Um, personally, I think that being on the pill does help manage um, some of my anxious um, symptoms that I experience with PMS. 
and has helped me to kind of reduce that. I was off of the pill for I would say about uh, five to six months to see if after being on it for so long and also, you know, growing up that my period had regulated. But after being off of the pill for um, about seven months or so, I realized that um, it was still irregular and my period didn't come. And so I stopped taking birth control in October of 2020 and I did not get my first period normally without the pill um, until I would think it was the end of January of 2021. And then I had like a month and a half and then I got it and then like three weeks and then I got it. And so I just realized that I was still a regular. And then I also had my annual appointment um, at the gynecologist about a month ago. And we did see that some cysts were starting to grow on my ovaries. And so we felt that it was best we, as in my doctor and I, to go back on the pill to, again, help with the regularity, but also to minimize the growth of those cysts. So it was pretty interesting um, because, again, I had been on the pill since I was 18, and every now and again, I would have a vaginal ultrasound just to check my ovaries to make sure that there were no cysts. Um, There were follicles sometimes, which are just like the little size of like a pearl, Um, but this visit, after, again, not having been on the pill for quite some time, um, I did have a growth, uh, or a cyst growing on my ovary. Um, that was again about the size of like a small, uh, like a pebble, a rock almost. It wasn't anything very large. Um, I know a friend who had one the size of a grapefruit. Um, so again, this is just being aware of what's going on in your body and also paying attention to anything that maybe doesn't feel normal. I had continually felt some pressure on the right side of my lower abdomen near where my ovary is and kind of had speculated that it probably was a cyst since I had not been on the pill. Um, But I still wanted to make that appointment to have a vaginal ultrasound, make sure everything was okay, and eliminate any other concerns um, that could have been going on. So again, just wanting to encourage anyone who might need a appointment before starting the pill to again always advocate for yourself if something doesn't seem right check in with your doctor and see what's going on i also wanted to talk about some of the response about the pill that i have heard from my other listeners and some of these just vary from typical experience to you know not so typical experience. Um, the first one, which I'm sure that many people have heard about is I do know somebody who was on the pill and she did get pregnant while she was on the pill. So they say that in order for the pill to be as effective as it can be, you've got to take it at the same time every single day. And if you're not taking it at the same time every day, then it decreases the percentage of its effectiveness by a little bit. But then if you're forgetting it commonly, then obviously it goes down much more drastically. Um, And then there are other things that can affect the uh, birth control pill by, you know, like antibiotics um, and then just other natural supplements. So again, always make sure that you're talking to your doctor before you start taking something. I also had a listener send me a message um, sharing her experience on the pill. Now, she did have bipolar depression, um, and she wrote that her mood swings became much more severe. She had episodes of uh, suicidal ideations, as well as just felt very, very depressed. And she started to realize that it was when she was taking her pill, because she felt like when she was off of her pill for that week, 
Um, she would start to feel clarity after about three days of not taking the pill. And then the rest of the days that she was not taking the pill, she felt okay. And then she would start taking the pill again and then would kind of go back to that feeling of being very depressed and just scared for how she was thinking and stuff. So she said that she did end up coming off of the pill after consulting with her doctor and just felt like that was what was best for her. I have read that this has happened with many people who do struggle with depression or bipolar depression or a various and mental illnesses. So again, make sure that you are always talking with your doctor and being honest with them and disclosing, you know, any medical history that you have, even if you think that it might not matter. Um, it is always something that I think doctors do want to know just so that they consider can consider what they're putting you on and make sure that it is going to be the best for you. So I did just want to take a break from today's episode to talk about two different programs. The first is going to be the Pill Club, which I'm sure many of you have probably seen on Instagram, but the Pill Club is the easiest way to get birth control. You can get it online, you get free delivery, and it is $0 with insurance or the best price if you don't have insurance. Um, they do have a licensed pharmacy, there are licensed doctors, and they do have FDA-approved meds. All you have to do is fill out your online health profile, a medical team will review it, and then prescribe you the best option if you're a good candidate, and then it will be delivered to your door, and you do receive personalized care throughout the use of the program. So this is a great option if for some reason you're unable to get birth control in the form of the pill specifically through your provider, or maybe you're wanting to take it without someone knowing, like a parent perhaps that might not approve. Um, but this is just one program that is out there today to help women have access to birth control. The second is just an app that I use on my phone called Pill Reminder, and you can download this through the App Store, and it just allows you to track when you take your pill, as well as give you a reminder that you should take it, and then when you are on the week of the sugar pills, it will remind you to get contraception or refill your prescription. So neither of these are sponsored. This isn't an ad. I just wanted to share about these two things in case they might help out anyone else who is listening. So at this point in the episode, we have discussed the pill, the symptoms that it can manage, why I personally am on the pill, and just some different reactions and experiences that other people have had while being on the pill. And now I just wanted to kind of talk about the pill overall and just some of the different, um, I guess, what you could say, experiences that I have really kind of just gathered from TikTok, from you know, listener submissions, and then also just from experience. So the first thing that I want to talk about with the pill is the fear and the concern of blood clots. So I think many people possibly have heard that the pill can contribute to blood clots in females. And I do want to say that while I personally have not been affected by this, I do know somebody who has. So it's very important that you are always communicating with your doctor. Again, I know I have said this a lot in this episode, but whenever you're you know, putting any type of medication into your body, it's always important that you are in communication with your doctor about the way that you're feeling, how it's affecting you, and also before you take it, disclaiming any 
you know, past medical experiences, any mental illness in your family, yourself. Again, just making sure that your doctor is well-versed on your health as well as the health in your family, you know, within your bloodline so that way they can be repaired and help prevent anything from happening. So aside from the blood clots, um, I've also heard and seen many videos about people who have been on birth control for a long time and then they come off of it finally and they feel like their head finally kind of clears up. And, you know, I don't really see this as being far-fetched because I felt like when I did come off of it after being on it for so many years that I did feel a little bit like my head was clearer in the way that like I just wasn't as emotional about certain things that I had remembered being in the past. I know this is probably going to be different for everybody, but the overwhelming, I would say, response that I saw, and it was specifically on TikTok, was just that people were saying that they felt more kind of in touch with their, their body and just their actual thinking, and that they weren't feeling very, I guess, subdued. So I think that that probably has to do with kind of weaning off of those added hormones and your body just functioning the way that it was intended to. However, for, you know, not for everyone, that is good because, you know, the way that my body is designed, it will grow, you know, cysts if I don't take birth control or it will, you know, be more unmanageable for me if I'm not doing something like taking the pill to help minimize those um, ovarian cyst growth. So everyone is different, but you know, if you do feel like, again, you're not yourself or you've noticed some changes in your behavior, again, just talk to your doctor and see if there is anything else causing that. Or if it is maybe the pill, maybe look into, you know, a different form of birth control. Um, if you are sexually active and using birth control, um, as your way of prevention. So always disclose to your doctor what your experiences are like. Um, another thing that I have heard is, you know, the fear of being on the pill, coming off of the pill, and then not being able to conceive. So my doctor actually, when I was talking to her about getting back on the pill, she was just telling me some new um, research that had come out and just talking about how, you know, I know that this is something that women are often concerned about and she's like I don't know where you are as far as like your relationship status and family planning and I was like I am nowhere near any of that but anyways continue with what you want to tell me and she left but she said that um they did a new study where they looked at women trying to conceive within three months compared to women who had just come off birth control trying to conceive within three months and that the statistics were about the same and they really couldn't see any differences as far as, you know, people who had come off of the pill and were trying to conceive versus someone who wasn't on the pill and trying to conceive. So I did just want to share that as well. I also wanted to address the negative stigma around birth control and the pill um, that someone who is on birth control is promiscuous or obviously sexually active and that is just not the case. Um, obviously there are people who do take birth control for you know pregnancy prevention and I think that that is a responsible decision and even if someone is taking the birth control or the pill for that sole reason that is there's nothing wrong with that because I think again that's a responsible decision but to say that birth control encourages promiscuity is just so wrong because there are so many people taking birth control 
for reasons other than just preventing pregnancy. Like I said, I started taking birth control because of um, PCOS and controlling ovarian cyst growth. I know people who have started birth control in the form of the pill or another means at an earlier age due to having such heavy periods. And then also people who have used the pill as a form of a mood stabilizer or to help with acne. I mean, there's just so many things beyond just pregnancy prevention that birth control and the pill can help with. And so I think just that negative talk that I've heard in the past that, you know, oh, they're on birth control, like, oh, they must be sleeping around. It's just, we have got to stop that. And if you hear somebody say something like that, call them out and educate them and be like, okay, well, yeah, the pill or birth control is good for, you know, preventing pregnancy, but did you know that it can also help with XYZ? And let them know because we've got to stop that. We've got to cut off that negative talk because in reality, being on the pill birth control, I mean, it is part of women's health care, and it's something that people should be able to access. And again, that's why the Pill Club is awesome, because if you, for some reason, are wanting to get it without letting someone else know, i.e. a parent or a parental figure, you can do that. As well as maybe if you aren't able to get it through your provider, you can get it that way as well. So it's just important to know about these things, because I feel that birth control is a part of women's health care and having safe access to it is very important. And so again, if you are looking for birth control and you aren't sure which option is good for you, make sure that you do talk to a doctor. Like I said, on the pill club, you get to consult with a medical professional and they do cater to more than just the pill, but I just wanted to talk about the pill specifically since that is today's episode, but the pill it may not be the best option for you. So again, always consult with a doctor and just kind of see what will work best for you. I think that kind of covers everything that I wanted to address for today's episode. Just to recap, like I said in the beginning, I started taking the pill when I was 18 to help with ovarian cyst growth and kind of had a rocky experience until I found the pill that worked best for me. We talked about some side effects that the pill can help manage as well as some side effects that you can experience from the pill, as well as debunking some myths such as infertility in relation to the pill, but also talking about some things that can happen such as getting pregnant while on the pill, as well as blood clots in relation to being on the pill. So I hope that through this episode, you feel a little bit more educated, you know some of the options and reasons why you know you might consider taking the pill and I just wanted to close with this submission that I got actually while recording this episode somebody sent this on Instagram and they said I just wanted to say thank you I've been listening to your podcast and it gave me the guts to go to the gyno for the first time in probably four years I have horrible doctor anxiety so it can be a genuine struggle thank you for talking about this stuff the stigma really needs to be broken and I just wanted to share that because again Our DMs are always open for anybody to ever, you know, write in or just send a message if you have questions or you do need to talk about something, but also because it really encourages me to see that people are understanding the purpose of this podcast, that yes, it's fun to talk about these things and like the silly moments that we as women experience with our health, but also that women can find solidarity and courage to 
take control of their health and make these appointments with confidence and know that there are other people that are standing with them. So to everybody in the uh, Reading Between the Legs podcast community, I just want to say thank you for being a part of this so far. And I love all of you so much and I can't wait for the episodes in the future. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's conversation on the pill and you will tune in for Friday's episode. I'm Elizabeth, this is Reading Between the Legs, and I hope you all have a wonderful day.